Welcome to Food Fight, the food podcast where we debate food topics despite having no real culinary knowledge, yet we still defend our uneducated opinions to the death. I'm your host, Kirk Pinchon. I am your other host, Lindsay Gentile. And each week we take one single food theme and dissect it, discuss it, and debate it within an inch of its life. We offer no answers nor solutions to these food dilemmas, only more chaos. Did you hear that right at the end? Cat. Is that a cat? Yeah, that's Jazzy just being a little bitch. Good. Let her live. She's got a big butt. She's got a big booty. She's got booty for days because she loves them snackies. That's fine. Bradley's on a work call and I just texted him like, can you please shut the fuck up? (laughs) (laughs) Well, he should. As as you should too, Jazzy. Because we're doing something important here. We're doing God's work. We are. We are. We're here. We're doing it. So let's get into some listener email. Woo! Yeah. Yes. I don't know why when I said listener email, I put my um, hands under my armpits. Yeah, like that SNL. Yeah, I don't know why I did that. Now smell it. Well, can you smell it and go? I shouldn't do that. It smells like Old Spice. Nice. Yes. All right. From our man, Danny. Danny emailed us. Uh, wow, it's been a long time. Yeah. But he comes in strong, which which is great, because he says, Kirk, you're a genius. I should just end it there. Wait, Danny has always had my side. Keep going. No, that's it. Just, Kirk, you're a genius. No. <laughs> okay. What else? Kirk, you're a genius, so I remember you saying eating cake with your hands over the sink is an almost spiritual experience. No, I didn't do it, you're a Neanderthal, but today I ate my bagel over the sink while listening to my favorite casts, and the crumbs and seasonings went right into the disposable, no need to dirty up a plate. Of course, I won't do this when I'm partnered again, but for now, single guy life hack. No, I love the over the sink. I love the sink. Cake with my hands sounds really messy, and I, I'd rather get it all, and I feel like you're losing some of it in the sink. I'm going to go on record again, and I'm going to bump it up one notch. Eating cake with your hands over the sink is erotic. Ugh. <laughs> Gross. Not like Don't ever say erotic again. <laughs> ever? No, I don't want to hear that from you, Dad. It's it's you can feel it in your loins. All right, let's move on. That is trash. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna move on from that. Danny, thank you. Appreciate it. Anyone else, if you want to talk about how great I am, send us an email at foodfightthepod at gmail.com and we'll read it on the air. Um, you can hit us up on Instagram. And the reason why I bring that up is um, someone left a comment on uh, one of the videos that we put on our Instagram. And it's A.A. Ansley commented on uh, Instagram asking us, to do a Thanksgiving episode, what are and are not Thanksgiving dishes? A.A. Ansley, spoiler alert, it's happening. It is happening. It's in the works. It's in the works. It's a very special hush-hush on the DL special episode with special guests that you don't know 
but it's going to be fucking great. Let's talk about that later because I like this comment and we could totally use that for that special secret handshake episode. A hundred percent. Like, yeah, what's appropriate? What's not appropriate? What's straight up weird? No, we're going to bring that up on the pod when Love we do it. the Thanksgiving. It is great. Uh, speaking of Instagram, uh, we did a poll last week was the peanut butter episode. Uh, the poll was stirring natural peanut butter. Does it stress you out? I said yes, because I made the poll. Oh, I had to do it yesterday and it was worse than it's ever been. It's so stressful. Oh my God. I didn't even do it correctly. I just gave up and I'm just eating like watery. <laughs> You're just eating peanut oily peanut butter. You're like, fuck this. I'm not stirring it. You got to stir forever. Forever. I did it forever and it still didn't even like make a mark. Yeah. And then you're like, great. Now it's on the counter. The knife's all fucked up because it's wet and gloppy. (sighs) The things we do to get natural peanut butter. But everyone basically agreed with us. 78% said all the time. 22% said nope. Those 22% that said nope, they're either really got their life together or they're full of fucking shit. They're full of shit. Something horrible happened in this house, though. You know how Bradley said he didn't like peanut butter? Yes. Something worse happened. No, no. The other day, I was watching TV, and a really amazing actress came on the TV, and he said, you know, I don't like blank blank. And I was like, excuse (laughs) me? You don't like peanut butter and you don't like blank blank. And I shamed him so hard on this actress because she's such a fucking G that he took it back and was like, I actually really like blank blank. I just feel like she's everywhere at the moment and I needed like a little, I need like a little reprieve. Why are you hiding the name? What do we care? I want you to get, I want you to guess. Um, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you a couple of hints. Great. Comedy. Okay. Obscure. Obscure. Turned mainstream. Was known to be really hot in one movie. Sarah Jessica Parker? No. Younger or older? Uh, a little older? Maybe the same age. Okay. Well, same age. Having a resurgence right now. That's why I thought maybe it was Sarah Jessica Parker for Hocus Pocus 2, but that's not the case. Having a resurgence, like in a bunch of things, winning awards, finally, like getting her accolades. Everybody loves her, but Bradley. Julia Roberts? No. Jennifer Coolidge. Okay. Your marriage needs to end if he does not like Jennifer Coolidge. I like... Died. Oh, this is how it came up. I was like, do you want to try watching The Watcher? Oh, and watching it. like, it might be right up our alley. And he's like, eh, I'm kind of over Jennifer Coolidge. And I was like, 
I've never been so into Jennifer Coolidge in my life. I'm talking shit about you, Bradley, about how you said you didn't like Jennifer Coolidge. Yeah, Bradley, fix your shit. Milf. Fix your shit. The MILF. I'm just so disappointed, but I'm going to give it a second chance. I'm going to give him a chance. I mean, it's not even been a month. I'm just saying, I think that he meant he's just getting a little, yeah. like, saturated with her right okay. now, which even though I think is that's disgusting yeah. for him to say that, um, it makes me feel a little bit better that he doesn't dislike her. Ugh. Well, well. It's early days. We'll chalk it up to just a poorly worded. Okay. Okay. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. But again, you have safe haven here. Thank you. Yikes. Thank you. Yikes. Wow. Well, you can look wow. out for our food poll every week on Instagram at the Food Fight Pod. Let's get into the main topic. Um, this is one of those randos that I was like, hey, we haven't talked about it. We haven't talked about it on air. We haven't talked about it off air. We've never talked about it. We're going to talk Cajun food. Okay, can I be really honest with you about something? That you don't know what Cajun food is. I, like two days ago, was like, hmm. <laughs> I know about Cajun spices, but like, what is Cajun food? And then it took me like 10 times to even spell it correctly, which I was so embarrassed. Oh my by. God. And then by the time I Googled it and spelled it correctly, the list of things, which I had some of the ideas in my head of what it was, mm-hmm. like I knew like the jambalaya e yeah. portion of it. Some of the things were quite surprising. What fits under the Cajun category? There is, excuse me, a lot going on here, which is one of the reasons why I wanted to put it on the pod. Also, because why not talk about it? It's tasty. It's good. It's not a go-to for me, but I figure let's talk about it. Let's see where we go. We don't know. We don't fucking know. But After seeing the list, I'm like, why isn't it a go-to? Why don't we have good Cajun food? Exactly. That's part of what I wanted to start this off with. Cajun restaurants, they're always like few and far between. You're like, there's like one or two. And it's like, people go, oh, you got to go check out blah, blah, blah. It's over there. It's on that side street. And you go there and it's crowded as fuck. Because it's tiny and it's the only game in town and you're just like, oh, this exists? All right, well, let's eat it. And it's good. It's it's usually pretty good. But it's so weird. It's real. I mean, particularly, sure, listen, down south Louisiana, of course. But like big cities, small cities, there's just, there's not a lot. I think the only time I've ever really, truly had it was in New Orleans. Ooh, save that because I want to bring that up. Um, but yeah, it's one of those things where like, for us, we never seek it out. Like there's never a moment where we're like, Hey, let's go get some Cajun food. But if someone goes, Hey, I know a good Cajun food place. Do you want to go? We're like, yeah, let's go. Let's go now. But we never think to do it. Someone has to initiate it. And that's how I feel Cajun food is like. I get it. So before we start, I'm going to do a disclaimer because, um, Cajun food, There's Cajun and there's Creole. And I'm going to read this because uh, I found it interesting. Creole 
Cajun and Creole food are both native to Louisiana and can be found in restaurants throughout New Orleans. One of the simplest differences between the two cuisine types is that Creole food typically uses tomatoes and tomato-based sauces, while traditional Cajun food does not. Creole cuisine is known as city food, while Cajun cuisine is often referred to as country food. Hmm. So, um... Because we stated from episode one, we're dum dums. We don't know stuff. Yeah, we're just calling occasion. We don't know anything. We're gonna wrap it all up in Cajun because whenever I go to Cajun restaurants, it says Cajun. It doesn't say Creole, and it's all the same foods. So if we get it wrong, we know and come at us anyway. We don't give a shit. Right. Yeah. And if you live in New Orleans, God bless, because that food oh. is so good. Oh, my God. <laughs> Not even God bless, but also, hey, we're sorry. We got it wrong. We're just going to say it right now. We probably got it wrong. So we apologize ahead of time. And yeah. call us out, and we'll be happy to call ourselves out. So, first thing, shame to say it, I've never been to New Orleans, but you have, apparently. Oh, my God. It is the foodie... State of the United States. Why have I not been to New Orleans to eat? I don't care what anyone says. I've lived in New York. I've lived in Miami. I lived in LA. Those are huge food cities. New Orleans, the food there is insane. That's what I keep hearing. And we've talked about as a family going to New Orleans just to eat food, like for no other reason, like not to sightsee, not to be historical, just to fucking eat. You got to do it. I have a full list of everywhere to go. Okay. Because my friend there is like the mayor of New Orleans. His family owns like several restaurants and several bars. And so I have a little list from him that every time someone goes there, I I pass on the list. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Are you saying... New Orleans or New Orleans? How do you say it? I say New Orleans. I think I say New Orleans. I think I used to say New Orleans until I knew someone that was from there and I heard him say it and I'm like, oh, it's New Orleans. Probably right. I'm going to say it wrong until I go there and someone corrects me and then I'll do it. Sure. Because I'll just sound like, I'm just going to sound like how I'm going to sound. Stupid. Um, Have you been to... Now I'm overthinking. New Orleans? Is that, is that how you say it? New Orleans? New Orleans. All right, I got it. New Orleans? I always say New Orleans. Have you been there for Mardi Gras? I've never been there for Mardi Gras. No, I don't. I mean, sure, if it's a bucket list thing, but no, that's not. I'm not seeking out that. It's already crazy as yeah. is. Yeah, I'm not. I didn't seek it out when I was in my 20s. I'm not going to seek it out now. I mean, when I went there, I stood on a balcony with beads and screamed, show me your dick for fun. But like, I was just doing that for me, you know? (laughs) That's just for your personal pleasure. That's just you. It's making you happy. So wait, you did that. an event. But it wasn't even Mardi Gras. It was just like, it's like September. Yeah. I was there for a comedy festival. We all went to this bar after and someone gave me beads because the bar was like, on the balcony, like in Bourbon, on Bourbon Street. Mm-hmm. And so Kelly and I screamed, show me your dick for like 45 minutes I'd while throwing out beads. Pay money to see that. And nobody, not one person. I saw tits and not one person showed me their dick. Well, because men are cowards. 
So boring. We're boring cowards. Some of us don't like peanut butter or Jennifer Coolidge. And that's what you get with us. This is what the male species has to offer. Jack fucking shit. It hurts. It hurts so bad. Have you ever had homemade Cajun food? I have not. No. Me neither. Have you had it at a food truck? I think I've had it as a food truck, but to be fully honest with you, it was like everyone else is really booked and there's no one in this line. <laughs> and I went in that line. I was like, oh, this is actually really good. Yeah, I can see that. That makes sense. Here's the big question I wanted to ask. Cajun food as brunch. Brunch at a Cajun yeah. restaurant. You can do some things for brunch. I don't think you could do it before 10 a.m. It'd have to be like a hungover, like noon brunch. But yeah, there's some things you could do for brunch. Okay. But you're saying that it would have to be a little early brunch. A a later brunch. A later brunch after 10. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Our brunch will not be a New Orleans brunch. Ooh, teaser. And sent me, uh, texted me a possible brunch location that Ooh. I will share off air because that's another surprise. No, tell me on air because maybe we could get people's opinions on it. Who's going to give an opinion? It's in L.A. What is it? Text it to me. I'll text it to you. Um, I'm going to okay. text it to you while I try to do this podcast. So let's get into the foods right now. Um we're going to go classics. Uh, we might be missing out on some stuff, and I apologize, but that's just how we are. So we're going to go right now to the classic. Let's do a versus. Gumbo versus jambalaya. Who wins? What's, what's, what's the, the difference? What's the diff? You know what? Normally, I'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? What? But I understand. I understand. So here's... Because it's... It's very similar, but very different. Jambalaya. Jambalaya is a stew of rice and shrimp. It tends to be uh, tends to incorporate chicken and crawfish, sometimes beef. The meats join up with bell peppers, tomatoes, onions, celeries, and chili peppers. Gumbo is the official state cuisine of Louisiana. It's usually made with a dark gravy or roux along with shellfish or game. It's very common to also throw some sausage or ham and the whole thing melds delightfully thanks to hours of simmering during preparation. I like the gumbo because I like the um, I like the sausage sitch. <laughs> I'm going to kind of go the same. Because otherwise, I literally just read this to you. And even now, I'm like, wait, what's the difference? Huh? One is tomatoes and bell peppers, which I don't always love, like a cooked pepper yeah. in that way. So that's that kind of took me out of it, even though I do like the tomato for the yeah. jambalaya. The other one is more of like a gravy. It seems like it's a little more like thick. Yes. And then also the sausage. And I'm like, that's I want the sausage. I want the sausage, but I like I like. I think I might do jambalaya. I like saying it too. Um, yeah. But that being said, I've had both and both are great. I almost bet a hundred percent. I've 
asked for jambalaya thinking gumbo or asked for gumbo thinking jambalaya? A hundred percent. And both times I've been like, this is great. And not even known the difference. Yeah. Yeah. No one knows. No one knows, except people from New Orleans. Those are the smart people. We're the dummies. Um, Red beans and rice. Love it. Oh, red beans and rice. Just on its own with hot sauce. Fuck. So good. So amazing. So good on its own with hot sauce. Yeah. And it's weird to me because, like, if you took out the red beans and put in... Pinto beans. I'd be like, nah. No, no, I don't want it. I don't give a shit. But you put red beans and rice, you go, ooh, yeah, I do want that. I don't know why. So good. So good. So good. You ever have the dirty rice? Love it. Oh, the dirty rice. Fuck, dirty rice is good. Dirty rice gets its name from the brownish appearance, which you'll get from the ground pork and chicken livers. Really? Yeah, it's got chicken liver in it for the traditional stuff. I love chicken. Our family, except for Lily, loves chicken livers. My mom loves chicken livers. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. And dirty rice, which, let's be honest, does look dirty. We're not, they're, they're not lying when they call it dirty rice. You're like, no. You kind of go, wait, what happened to my rice? And then you eat it, and it's like, oh, I don't want anything else. So good. Do you take it over red beans or would you go red beans? I think I would do red beans. I think I would probably do red beans because I could eat more of it. Yeah. And that, I hear you. then that's what I want. Um, this one, I literally was like, oh, I think my mom made this back in the 70s and I had no idea it was Cajun fricassee. What is fricassee? Chicken fricassee. Fricassee is a dish of stewed or fried pieces of meat served in a thick white sauce. Interesting. That thick white sauce is throwing me off. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I remember my mom making chicken fricassee. It wasn't fried. She'd stew it with chicken and the thick white sauce. And honestly, I was like, no, thank you, mommy. Yeah, I think I'm good. I'm okay. Maybe not. You had me with fried pieces of meat. You lost me with the thick white sauce. Yeah. I'm not down with it. But um, it's a real 70s dish as well. Here's what, oh, I know where this is going. I know where this is going. Because I'm saying hard pass, and I know you're going to like it. A muffaletta? Uh, (laughs) Honestly, one of the best things I ate in New Orleans. What? Out of all the things you ate, a fucking muffaletta, which is a... Explain what a muffaletta is. Let me tell you. It's like... An Italian sandwich, mm-hmm. but it's more layered, and it has like a tampanade. Tampanade? Now, I understand why you don't like it, because yes. have you ever had it? Yes. It, it, I would yes. eat you it if like you took the- because of the olives. Because the tapenade sucks because of flavor bullies, but you can't go, yeah, give me a muffaletta without tapenade. Bradley ate it. And he doesn't like olives, and he thought it was amazing. Wow. That's almost forgiving the Jennifer Coolidge and the peanut butter. 
Because Almost. it's more about like the ham and the mm-hmm. like the salami and the cheese and it's all it's more about all that. But it's like a multi-layered thin um bread. Yeah. Like Italian sandwich and it's incredible. If they could just do it without the tamponade, I would be Maybe all you over could. It. I mean you could, but you know, you know they're gonna be like, what the fuck is this dude doing? What is he doing? You may as well. You're missing out on something beautiful. It's like drenched in oil. It's so good. Yes, that is a good part. You would think the drenched in oil part would be bad, but actually that's fucking great. Oh, so good. It's just the tamponade. I can't, I can't get over it. I can't get over the hump. Tough. It's tough being me. I know. Everyone, everyone mm. says it. It's so hard being Kirk. Po boy. Po boy. Yeah, not my thing. How how is a muffaletta your thing, but a po'boy not? It depends on what kind of po'boy. Like, what are the most popular ones? Because I tried like a fried oyster one, and I just I like a raw oyster, and I just couldn't get into. I think the fried. there's also well, there's a shrimp one. A shrimp po'boy. I think po'boy. I'd like that better. Po'boys are fucking great. I've never had a good one. You know where I had a really, really bad one, and it's why I'm knocking it? Guess where I had a bad one. Was it in L.A.? It, kind of. Is it a chain? No. I, I, Disneyland. It was like oh. the only thing that didn't have a line, and I got like a shrimp po'boy or Bradley did, yeah. and I ate it, and it was tra- like so disgusting. So I don't think I've ever had like a good one. Yeah, you went to the little New Orleans area and got yeah. got a po'. Yeah, yeah. I've actually had gumbo there, and it's okay. It's okay. The gumbo looked better. Yeah, but it was like a hot day, and it felt like a lot, and it just it was really bad. Yeah, that's a really good point. All these foods seem real cold weather to me. Right. And I know New Orleans gets cold sometimes, but like people are eating this stuff when it's like humid and like swampy. Uh, I don't think I could eat, you know, jambalaya on a swampy ass day. Think about making it over a stove. Yeah. Yeah. No AC in the back. Oh. No yeah, way. I'm shocked about the po' boy because I was almost like, nah, I'm not going to bring a po' boy because who doesn't love a po' boy? It's some sort of fried shrimp. I've just never had a good one. I think, I think, in my opinion, a good po' boy really depends on some good bread. It's the bread, and the bread was terrible. The bread was good at the one I had in New Orleans, but the I don't like a fried oyster. I'm okay with the fried oyster. I'd rather have it raw, but I'm okay with it. Uh, it's fine. I would probably take uh, an oyster po' boy after uh, before a shrimp po' boy. Mm, I think I need to do shrimp. Shrimp seems a little basic to me, so I want something a little different. It's just fried shrimp. So yeah. All right. Speaking of shellfish, I like saying this too. Crawfish étouffée. 
Now explain to me exactly what this is. Crawfish étouffée. This dish involves a brothy mix of shellfish served atop a bed of rice. The sauce is made via smothering a kind of stovetop braising. Uh, the sauce is built around roux, animal fat, and flour, which is what roux is. Yeah, I've had this and it's really good. Would you be able... Well, now you could because you know the difference. Do you think in a taste test you would know the difference between a crawfish etouffee and a jambalaya in a blind taste test? Yeah, I think so. Because of the roux, because it's a little thicker? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think I would be able to. I've never had crawfish etouffee in my life. I feel like I've had this before. I... I can't remember where. It may have been in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I definitely tried this and it was delicious. Mm. I love crawfish. I mean, I love any sort of crawfish. Yeah. Great segue. Crawfish boil or a shrimp boil? You got to choose. Ooh. I'm going to do shrimp. I get more out of it because I'm like not about sucking everything down and I start <sighs> to get a little uncomfortable. So I'm going to go with shrimp for the safety of it, okay. but um, either one I'm going to go to. I'm going to go to either okay. one. I am down for, and I learned this from uh, Anne's uncle, sucking the heads of shrimp and crawfish is great. Yeah. It's where the flavor lives, and it's yeah. real fun. I'm a big fan of, of sucking shrimp heads and, and crawfish heads. You can uh, put that on my tombstone. Now, the the crawfish or shrimp oil, there's a place in, of all places, Burbank, but it's a chain where it's like, it's a shrimp or a crawfish boil, and they bring, you're at like a big wooden table, and they bring it out in like plastic bags, and mm-hmm. you smash it with a hammer for a bit, and then you dig into the bag, and you try to get all that meat from that from the shells, and you're eating it with your hands, and it's a hot mess, but it's supposed to be a hot mess. Is that something that you've experienced? And if so, was it in New York? Nope. New Orleans. Uh, no. I've done something like that, like, near Pismo Beach. Okay. Um, but... It was more like um, shrimp, like it was Cajun spicing and stuff, spice and yeah. stuff. But I don't know if it was a Cajun restaurant. I feel like it was more of like a seafood restaurant. Okay, was it like just a hot mess? And you're like, I'm just digging in. Yeah, you have like the hammers and yeah. stuff. I actually also went to a place like that. I've been to a few places like that in different states. Oh, really? Okay. I can't remember where the other place was, but it was somewhere like different and obscure, but a sea, sea town. Okay. Again, proving our point that these are few and far between and we don't remember them, but we remember enjoying them and we'd probably only go back if someone mentioned it again. Right. Yeah. That's what Cajun food is to me. It's like, I, it's not a good, it's not a staple. It's never going to be a staple in my life. I'm assuming it's not going to be a staple in yours, mainly because we're not in New Orleans. But, you know, Thai food is a staple in both of our lives. Right. 
I it, think it's underrated, though. I think I think people just don't give it a chance. I think so too. I think they just think of it as this local New Orleans cuisine, and that's the only place you can get it. And I think you can obviously it's going to be great in New Orleans, but I think you can get it um, in some certain areas, which we'll get into. Uh, shrimp and grits. I like it. I appreciate it, but I'm not going to order that on the menu. I'm not either. I don't give a fuck about shrimp and grits. I don't care. I think it's. I I don't give a shit. I really don't. Yeah. Here's what I give a shit about because we mentioned it on the sausage episode. I think it might be one of our top sausages and Dewey sausage. Ah. Mm-hmm. Oh. It was on the top for both of us. I think it was on the top for both of us. And Dewey sausage, put it in anything. I don't give a shit what uh, type of food it is. Put it in any fucking food and it's great. But that's why I want the gumbo. Yeah, I guess you're right. Because you know what? I want the gumbo. Want and jambalaya doesn't have it. Yeah. God damn. Here, okay, here's my next question. The gumbo... According to where I put it on the outline from the website, it's either ham or sausage. And do we sausage? I want the sausage. If it's ham, are you going, well, no, I don't want it because they only have ham. I'm doing jambalaya or something else. Okay, same. I'm only having gumbo if it's got that andouille sausage in it. 100%. All right, agree. Alligator? I'm not, I can't do it. Bob, because of your love of alligators? Just being from Florida and they're in your backyard. It's just too close to home. But don't alligators fucking suck in your backyard? Are you, aren't you like freaked out? Like get this fucking alligator yeah, out of my backyard? They're back- like in the canal where the garbage is. Like, oh, so in your mind, even if it's all cleaned and nice, it's still like, this is a gutter animal. It just doesn't feel like a clean animal to me. Okay. I can see that. It's like a giant lizard, you know? I get it. I've never had alligator except in a sausage where it was like, oh, here's duck and alligator or some type of weird mashup. And you couldn't really taste it. My dad's eaten alligator before. I wonder if it's gamey or like a tough chew. He told me it tasted like chicken, but like, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Was he just telling me that to be cute? I don't know. But also, your dad sips milkshakes off a table in Cleveland, Ohio, so anything could happen. Did you meet my dad at the wedding? No, he was too fucking popular. There are too many fucking people around him. Yeah, he's a star. Like, legit, like, because after after the speech, I was like, I should go up and say hi to him. Yeah. Couldn't couldn't get an audience. Couldn't get an audience with the man. Really? No. Oh, someone was like, there was never... A moment where he was like somewhere alone getting a drink or somewhere just like taking a breather. There was always like a little crowd around him. So I was just like, it's not happening. I can't, I can't find my in. Oh, bummer. We'll have to make that happen one day. We need a, I need a personal sit down with the man. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Uh, Rabbit. Kirk. Yes. When I was little, Ooh. I wanted to be a bunny when I grew up. Oh, that's not weird at all. And my aunt told me, you'll never be a bunny because you're not 
an animal. You're a human. And I hated her for like 20 years. <laughs> Was she at the wedding? Yes, Aunt Nancy. Oh, I like okay. Her now. Okay. And I don't eat rabbit. I don't respect people who eat rabbit. I can't go near it because it's like the animal that I was obsessed with when I was little. It's yes. So you can't, it's, there's too much baggage to it. Yes. You can't. At the wedding, someone handed me a lucky rabbit's foot and I don't even know where I put it. I like put it somewhere when she gave it to me and I don't even know where it is. That is hysterical. And you don't care to know. No, I've never seen it again. It's probably in one of my purses, and I just don't even want to ever see it again. Listen, rabbit's not bad. No, I don't judge anyone for good. eating it. I understand why people eat it, but for me personally, that was like the animal that I literally like mm-hmm. was obsessed with. I had a, a I had a pet. Oh well, that'll do it. That will do it's it. It's like I, yeah, no, no, no. What was your pet rabbit's name? Um, I think its name was Checkers. Mm-hmm. Good name for a rabbit. And I think my best friend's name, her rabbit's name was Elvis. For some reason in my head, I wanted to say Elvis, but I think mine's name was Checkers. Okay. Both respectable. I like them both. Let's get into some sides. These are sides that I found on the internet. So if they're not Cajun... Blame Sorry. the internet. Sorry. Sorry. Like Sorry. Sometimes you might think that these are just quote unquote southern dishes, but I found them on Cajun websites, so I'm going with it. Black eyed peas. Love it. Love them. So good. We eat black eyed peas once a year on New Year's Eve day. No, New Year's Day, because it's supposed to bring good luck. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. I like that. So we eat black eyed peas on New Year's Day is supposed to bring good luck. So it's the only time. And they're fucking great. They're really good. Collard greens. I, I like it. I like the idea of it. But I've never had good ones. They're always too salty. But they're supposed to be salty. I think there's a level that I tap out at. Okay. I'm down for collard greens because they're so bitter that sometimes you just want to eat it. Like if I put it with some like red beans and rice, it's a good combo. I need to have a little like, I need to put it with something else, but it's really good. Yeah. Fried okra. Love-hate relationship. It's oh. kind of like bananas to me. I have to be in the mood. when, Or if it's done really well, love it. Okay. If it's just slimy and weird, I'm not into it. I understand. Okra can be rough when it is slimy. I'm here for okra, but when it's slimy, you're like, woof. Yeah, it's got to be cooked perfectly. Yes. Um, moving on, again, they said this was Cajun. Cornbread. Love it. Love cornbread. Do you want it more corny or more cakey? Like, if there's dry cornbread, are you pissed off? Oh, I'm okay either way. Same. Butter on that, and it's good to go. I don't give a shit if the cornbread's moist or dry. I'll put it in my gullet. Yep. Don't little honey butter. Oh, oh, it's a big old fucking piece. Love it. Sometimes, like with gumbo, I'll just 
just do little droplings, little droplings of cornbread Ooh. in the gumbo. Ooh, that's some living. That's a nice idea. Yes. These last three I'm going to give you had no idea they were considered Cajun, so we're going to talk about them. Deviled crab cakes. Ooh, what that, is that? It's a crab. I think it's like a devil's egg, but with like a crab cake. That's what it looked like. Ooh, I want that. Yeah. And I was like, why is that not a thing? Why am I just finding this out now? This should be like a thing well known like gumbo or jambalaya. Wow. I want to get into that. Yeah. I want to get into that. Uh, smothered cabbage and potatoes. I think it's cabbage and potatoes together, probably smothered like the way they prepare it. Sure. I don't know if I'd like get that first, but I'd try it. I would get it if someone else got it as a side or if someone made it homemade and like we have smothered cabbage and potatoes at the table, then I'd be like, great. Wait, these crab cake, I'm sorry. Did you look at it? Yes. So they're flavored with Cajun cooking, onion, green bell pepper, celery. What is that on top of it? Like sour cream, dry mustard, yes. Worcestershire sauce, cayenne, salt, scallions. Holy yeah. shit. So it looks kind of like a deviled egg in that topping, but it's not. There's no egg in it. But doesn't that look fucking good? Oh, my God. That looks so good. Everybody Google deviled crab cakes and you'll be like, shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That was my... To me, that's the second find of this pod. Of this episode. Wow. We need to get, we need to do that or make that. Yeah. Well, when you say we, we mean Anne. Anne. <laughs> you and I can't make that. Obviously, we're yeah. not making <laughs> that. Let's not get crazy. I meant Anne. <laughs> like, I said Anne, basically. Yeah, basically you said Anne. She might Anne be into that, to too. Make these. Yeah. On a scale of one to ten, one being, hey, I'm fine, to ten being, call a doctor. How farty would you get with smothered cabbage and potatoes? Not too bad. My stomach handles cabbage pretty well, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, there's other things in my life that I have to, you yeah. know, hunker down. But I think that I would be okay with this because I think the potato probably okay. is very binding. So you're thinking maybe you'd just be like a three or four? Like a three or four. four. I'm going to say I'd be about a four. I'd be I'd be okay. Cabbage doesn't affect me. I was just curious because, in theory, you're like, ooh, that could be just a night yeah, of a night of farts. Yeah, that's not one of the culprits. Okay, okay. Last thing before we get into some desserts. Um, this I discovered, and I was like, put them in my mouth. Boudouin balls. What is that? Crunchy sausage. Meatballs. Oh my God. I mean, again, Google B O U D I N, Boudouin balls. I got it. They're fried. Yes. They look like little, they look like, uh, what's it called? Falafels? Yes. Yeah. They look like falafels. Wow. Yeah. Uh, just think of a, a dinner of devil crab cakes and Boudouin balls. Yeah, you dip them into a sauce. <laughs> yeah. That's like, what is this sauce made out of? What is the, this sauce? I'm going to guess wow. it's some kind of spicy sauce. 
It looks like the sauce on the crab. Yeah. The deviled crab. Oh, that needs to happen. Wow. Yeah. That yeah. looks amazing. Yeah. Those were the two big finds when I did research for this. I was like, I need to have those. Yeah. That looks good. I'm yeah. I'm into it. I support it. Yeah. Same. All right. Let's get into some desserts. I'm one of these I love. All the rest, I'm like, huh? Okay. <coughs> Excuse me. King cake. King cake is that like, it's got like sprinkles on it. It's got like, look up king cake. It's all colorful. It's typically used around Mardi Gras. Like everyone eats it on Mardi Gras. It looks like a Mardi Gras, like gesture. Yes. Or whatever. Exactly. And king cake is to the traditional thing. And then I just started looking up desserts and there are so many fucking king cake dessert mutations. There's king cake wow. bread. There's king cake ice cream, king cake brownies. And I was like, just everyone relax. Everyone calm down with the king cake. And it's religious. Yeah, there's some three, religious the three kings. Yeah. Yeah. It's the three kings and they say that it represents the Christ child. Uh, weird. Okay. Yeah. I still don't want it though. It's not, the, it's not the kind of cake that I want. I, I'm not into it. No. How about a Louisiana stranger cake? What is that? <laughs> That's a simple bunt cake, but instead of a yellow mix, you use butter pecan mix and then dust it with powdered sugar. Oh yeah. This looks good. <laughs> I don't like butter pecan, so I'm, I'm going to pass. I'm into this. You're into I'm the Louisiana into Stranger Cake. Wow. Yeah. That might be one of the best names for a cake ever. Ever. Um, Louisiana Stranger Cake. Louisiana Stranger Cake. Which doesn't seem like that hard to make, but like I'd never heard of it until just now. Okay. I had no idea that this was a considered a Cajun New Orleans dessert. Bananas Foster. Not my thing. Same. Don't want it. Don't need it. Bananas cooked in a bubbling mixture of brown sugar, butter, rum, walnuts, and cinnamon served over ice cream. It's just, it's fine. Yes. I'm going to eat it if it's there, but it's not the thing I'm going to order. I'm never going to order bananas. I like bananas. Everything else can fuck off, but I don't want that. But that's one of those things um, that they make at the table. Yeah. Yep. They used to do that. I was a, remember back in the potato famine when I was a teenager, I was also a a bus boy at a a fancy restaurant and they would do bananas foster. And the mater D would be the guy who came out with a little cart and would make the bananas foster in front of them and would pour it up, make a whole fucking show of it and then light it and it would go on fire. That's my memory yeah. of banana frost. But don't want it's that. Not my thing. Don't want any of that. I don't want that. No. Last dessert slash snack, which I'm going to say is my favorite thing about Cajun food, and that's beignets. Oh, so good. Fucking beignets. What is it about beignets? Because you're like, it's not as, it's so good, but Better than a donut. Like, if I had a hot donut or a hot beignet, I'd say, fuck the donut, I'm going beignet. It's because they are smaller. Yeah. 
And they melt in your mouth more. Yes, and they're a little lighter so you can eat more. You can eat more of them. Yes. Now, this is going to sound weird, but you know who has amazing beignets? Who? You mentioned them before derogatory. Disney. Disneyland has amazing beignets. It's weird. They No, get, it's not. They have good churros, too. Yeah, I guess maybe their fried stuff really does work yeah, well for them. Yeah, So their beignets, which you get in the little New Orleans Square. Um, right. You can get uh, either three or six. They're a little on the big side because they're shaped as Mickey Mouse. Oh, I'm going to try those next time. That's cute. Girl. I'm going to try them. So good. They are, sh- and they're always hot. So you got to wait a little bit because they're you get right. you can just order from a special window, and they're really good. You got to wait a little bit, and they come in the little bags, and they're powdered ears of goodness. Yeah, that's fun. I like yeah. that. Highly recommend that. Last thing I want to talk about that I've never had because I don't drink it, but I want it in theory: chicory coffee. Well, I had this at the beignet place at in New Orleans. Uh, Cafe Du Monde is that the that's the yes. yeah that's the yes. place that everyone goes to. Yeah, they sell their chicory coffee as well. And what's your thoughts on it? Do you know what it is? No, I mean I didn't really like. It didn't seem like anything different to me. I mean, I shipped a bunch of it to people for fun, but like, okay. what is what's the difference? Uh, let's look it up. I don't know, but I just like the name Chicory Coffee. And I think if I was a coffee person, I might like it. So let's look. Chicory Coffee. Chicory Coffee. It's the root of the endive lettuce plant. Chicory Coffee is a beverage that comes from the root of the chicory plant. It is gaining popularity as a coffee substitute because it has a similar flavor, but no ca- oh, contains no caffeine. What? According to Medical News Today, chicory coffee. No, they add because. So they add caffeine they, in it. They add it to the beans. Oh, so they it's, add chicory to the beans. Yes. Hey, you know what chicory coffee is good for? To improve your mm. bowel movements. Ooh. I don't need help with that, but I'm just saying. Yeah, they use, they blend coffee and chicory at Cafe Dumont. Um, interesting. I think they would have to simply because people want coffee. It says our rich blend of dark roasted coffee and chicory, 15 ounce can. Chicory is the root of the endive lettuce plant roasted with our beans and then they grind them together. Oh, you did say endive. That is really interesting. I love endives. I would never think they use a root for some sort of beverage. That's interesting. Wow. Huh. I mean, I'm still not going to drink it, but that's pretty fucking cool. Um, All right. Well, usually we do a house of taste here, but we're not going to do a house of taste here because it's nine o'clock at night in Los Angeles and we're not going to find anything. Yeah, but we do always, we owe ourselves a night of Cajun food after this. Wonderful segue, because now it's time for What You Eatin'. What You Eatin'. We're going to close out the show, as we do every show, with a food recommendation. Anything you're currently obsessing over, or you can recommend based on today's theme. I actually have one, 
And it's been around in LA. How long have I been in LA? Shit. I've been here a long, over 20 years. So okay. uh, the gumbo pot in the farmer's market. Oh, yeah. It's been there forever. And the farmer's market always has different stalls coming in and coming out for those who have been there. Some have been there since like the 50s or 60s. The gumbo pot has been there at least probably since the early 90s. Wow. And they have uh, they have gumbo. They have uh, jambalaya. They have good cornbread. They have some sort of pecan salad that is actually pretty good. And it's one of those things where you go, huh, should I eat here? Should I do? And you do. And you're like, you know what? This is actually pretty good. I love that. Yeah. Let me see if I can get any more information on it. Oh, God. The, the, The website, the guy is still working there. The guy who owns it. He's been there forever. Uh, wow. perfectly Cajun cooking. So it is, uh, they have po' boys. They have, oh, they have like blackened fish. Mm. Um, let me look at what they have here. Ooh, they have fried alligator tail, which they've had since 1986. Uh. Yeah, it is, uh, it's a great place. Uh, oh yeah. So they have gumbo yaya which is a chicken gumbo with shrimp and andouille sausage. Amazing. That's the thing you need to get. They have seafood gumbo, gator gumbo. They have frog legs. Have you ever had frog legs? No, I've never had frog legs. I've had frog legs, um, but it was at a French restaurant in Cleveland called the French Connection. And... No joke. It's made with like a lemon sauce, at least the French style. And I'm not joking. It tastes like chicken. But that's what people say. It tastes like chicken, except when they served it at this fresh French restaurant, it wasn't like two legs. It was like the waist down. So it was like half of the frog. No, it was a little rough. It was a little rough. Yeah. Yeah. But the gumbo pot in the farmer's market in Los Angeles, look, it's not going to be like New Orleans, but they come from New Orleans. Right. They've been there since 86. If you're in LA and you're like at the farmer's market, which is a big touristy thing and a lot of fun, just go check out the gumbo pot. Well, Kirk, you're not going to like mine, but I did this on a group trip. I went during COVID on vacation with like eight or 10 people. Mm-hmm. And I went on Gold Belly. You know, I love Gold Belly, even though it's totally overpriced. Yeah. Goldbelly.com has the Central Grocery Mufaletta Sandwich. <laughs> and when it came, it was perfectly fresh. Really? Flown, to, flown into LA, perfectly fresh. The bread was amazing. The oil, all of it. All of it was intact. So... It's totally overpriced. The two-pack, which serves six to eight people, is $119. Good Lord. The 10 to 12 people is $159. But Kelly and I split it, and it was like we all like hosted a meal. Mm-hmm. So that was like our meal for the, for okay. the group of people. So I'm telling you, you guys, if you have a big family or if you're going on a trip with a bunch of friends... Go to Gold Belly, go to the Central Groceries, Mufaletta. It is so 
freaking good. Did you feel like you were playing with fire? Like, you know what, this, this, the, the thing that we're about to order and be sent to us could fucking suck because based on just delivery yeah. and freshness. Yeah. And Brian and Bradley don't like olives. Yeah. And so I think Brian picked them out and then Bradley ate them. Okay. Um, and they they still loved it. But yeah, it was definitely a gamble. But I'm promising our listeners if they do it. Now that I've done it cross country, it was amazing. Wow. That's bold. That's a bold choice to get a muffaletta delivered cross country. So... And it's like really expensive. Yeah, too. I mean, if it sucked, I would have been like, "Well, I can't believe I spent money on this." So good on them no, for was, for being good. It was great. Yeah, it, it's funny. You know, we didn't do the uh, how's it taste. I actually tried to find some like besides like Cajun flavored potato chips. I looked. Right. I was like, maybe there's like a Cajun pre made thing at Trader Joe's or Frozen. Nothing. There's Indian Nothing. food. There's Thai food. There's Mexican food and Chinese food. No Cajun food. No pre-made or frozen Cajun food. Yeah. Which really you goes get to the real deal. You gotta get the real deal. Gotta go to New Orleans. You gotta go to the farmers market in Los Angeles, and you gotta go to Disneyland. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Disneyland has everything. <laughs> That's our show. You can find Food Fight anywhere you listen to podcasts. If you like our show, please subscribe, please share, please leave us a review. Whether you use Apple Podcasts to listen to us or you don't, but you do have an Apple ID and it's convenient for you to do so, please go give us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And if you'd like even more food content, go ahead and follow our Instagram page, The Food Fight Pod, where we have food pics, videos, clips from from the show and all our food polls and if you have a question comment or just want to tell us how wrong we are send us an email at foodfightthepod at gmail.com and we'll read it on the air or you can head up Lindsay at Lindsay Gentile on Instagram thanks for listening bye bye bye